right. So uh, where was I? Uh, we have, you know, we're at the end of the year. We're doing a bunch of um, of wrap up, a bunch of prep, prep for the next year. Um, we've had a pretty uh, amazing um, buffer period um, or interstitial period. Uh, of course, we can't really use that anymore now that the next period is interstice. Um, but uh, yeah, just just so much happening. I think just to kind of give people like a high level view of of where we're at. You know, we've um, we a couple months ago or really last month. Um, completed uh, or approved the the new org structure budget, um, the strategic direction. Um, we finished um, the fifth period, um, the absurdism period, which just saw a, 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 a vibrant uh, set of mints from Botto. Um, uh, the market has picked up. There's a strong interest in AI art. Um, and then we've had uh, two special projects, one still be, to be revealed, one that was um, just uh, displayed and sold at Art Basel Miami, um, or really around Art Basel Miami, if we're being totally honest here. Uh, it was at the uh, a special exhibition um, with Maker's Place and Trace, uh, sorry, not Trace, Transient Labs, who were using their Trace chip. Um, and that was collected by um, uh, a very, very prominent digital art collector, pa uh, Pablo Rodriguez Frey. I hope I'm pronouncing his name right. Um, who uh, is extremely excited about Botto. Um, I was down there. I had a chance to meet him, um, and he's uh, yeah, very, very excited about uh, Botto. What Botto's already accomplished. What Botto um, will be able to accomplish. So. Um, I think we'll be hearing more from him if I had to guess. Um, uh, we have another piece coming soon from Botto, which is Botto's first um, independently selected work um, as a sort of end of term project for Botto uh, that is uh, a culmination of everything that's learned in the um, in the in the last period. So it picked a piece that was never seen before. Um, uh, never put into a voting pool, but was the closest to all 12 mints of the absurdism period. So, uh, yeah, uh, really, really exciting stuff. I think really kind of significant experiments. Um, while I think, you know, would feel like little steps, relatively straightforward or really big steps ultimately for Botto, um, and our indi uh, indicators of what's to come, uh, in this, in this next year. So, um, but I wanted to start by introducing uh, Mika. Um, Mika, as everybody can probably see on the stage if you're here, um, was a uh, curator at Super Rare. Um, we had done a few projects with Mika actually uh, through Super Rare uh, uh, activations. Um, has built a, a has been curating for ten years, um, and has built a, a practice around curating AI art in particular. Um, and just was an amazing partner on the shows that we worked on together uh, through Super Rare, um, has a very keen eye. Uh, and um, I, I like to say it all the time because it's one of those things where you, when, the first time we heard this, like, oh, this person is special um, and very special for Botto. Uh, Mika, I think it was, what is it, February, said that she thought Botto was going to be the next Andy Warhol. Um, and I think there's a lot of paths to doing that, but uh, just that kind of presence, that kind of impact, um, Mika, uh, is also just an incredible producer. And so, um, Mika has joined full time as a, uh, director of exhibitions, but is also doing so much more, um, in terms of negotiations, uh, for activations, um, really keeping an eye on our costs, um, very, very strong logistics and organizational skills uh, in terms of keeping us all organized and on priorities, um, and ultimately seeing through um, our, our exhibition activations. Uh, we could, uh, I, I like to say, you know, I think we could probably, Bottle could stop producing today and there would be years of exhibitions to do to communicate the context and the layers of what Bottle has done um, and, and continue to blow people's minds and, and introduce people to this new approach to creativity. Um, and so it's very important that we execute on those exhibition opportunities um, while Bottle does continue to produce. So, um, yeah, I, I, Mika's, Mika's on the stage right now. I just wanted to, to, to highlight her and, and give her a chance to, to introduce herself. Mika, welcome. 
Well, Simon, thank you for that intro. Um, I'm really happy to be here and I'm super grateful to, you know, join Bado. It's really like a dream come true. Um, very excited to everything we'll be, you know, achieving this coming year. And um, yeah, thank you again for that intro. And um, I'm just very, very happy to be here. Thank you, Mika. Um, Mika joined, uh, I guess it's like week three now, um, but uh, has been, um, yeah, just just full bore. And uh, we're starting to fill out the, the coming calendar. Um, and uh, very, very excited for what Mika is going to be able to do. We've had a lot of inbound opportunities for exhibitions, but um, with their bandwidth on, on delivering everything else, um, you know, really happy to have her here to, um, to um, make sure we execute those at the highest uh, quality, as well as integrating with with all of Bado's coming projects for the year. Um, on that, we we are um, we're also in some research and development on a few really key um, evolutions of Bado that will come as as proposals. Um, you know, this is in addition to the the contract negotiations uh, for uh, like where to not contract negotiations, the debate about which contracts Bado should mint on. Um, so there's there's a lot of discussion right now about um, what is coming for um, Bado's sixth period, what contract Bado should mint on. I think it's a very interesting discussion on um, you know making sure it's it's uh, visible um, that helps with liquidity and 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 the order book for Bado. Um, I think there's uh, kind of where we're at now is is really just trying to nail um, the logic of it, right? So the contracts. Um, that Bado mints on, they delineate between periods, and there's you know there's a really you know strong logic there. Um, and so if we're to move to a new period, a new contract for say a year or, or, or longer, um, making sure that the 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 framing and the con conceptualization of that I think is stay, stays logical and, and, and clear. Um, in addition to to maybe making um, discoverability a lot easier, um, I think it's important to also balance you know are these short term UX issues. Um, versus that that will eventually be be fixed. Um, versus you know picking picking a contract you mint on is is, is permanent uh, at least for for the works minted on it. So um, I think just nailing that um, nailing other questions around the length of um, uh, the leaderboard, the length of auctions. Um, so a number of 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 kind of um, of, of parameters around Bado's regular minting and, and production schedule um, in discussion right now that'll that'll take place over the next two weeks during the holidays. Um, kind of, I imagine a lot of async uh, discussion there um, to 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 land something. Um, I myself actually still need to to write my own response to it, and and I but I think we're pretty close. Um, and uh, put off the the mint until January third, um, which comes with an immediate benefit of of having periods um, fit kind of if we have four 13 weeks or 12 week periods with a buffer um, four periods within a year so we no longer have that calendar overlap but kind of nice nice and clean four periods in a year um, in addition to being able to land all these all these details so um, I expect that'll be that'll be settled pretty soon um, uh, and uh, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm rambling a little bit here I, I, I'm missing my, my partner Chuby He's uh, he's just coming in from from a flight, so I'm hoping to have him here. We we do want to talk about um, the roles of the team. Um, that was a question that's come up. Um, just understanding what what people do uh, on the team and, and and what we're all working on. Um, I think that it's also a good time to to talk uh, a bit more around the topic of uh, progressive decentralization, um, what that looks like, and and um, and and how we manage that. Um, it's a very large discussion. I don't expect us to, to cover everything today, but, um, but we'll, uh, um, I think, I think we'll kind of open up some, some good discussion there. I'm just adding Greg. How do I add you, Greg? Oh, okay. Carter's on it. Thanks. Um, so, uh, in terms of the projects coming, so I, I mentioned we're doing a bit of R and D and this, this relates to the discussion around, um, what, uh, what the team does. Um, you know, we we really aim to kind of put forward fully baked uh, proposals that that are still able to have feedback. Um, 
and and the idea there is, you know, how much can you do all out in the open in terms of some of these discussions? Uh, there's a lot of technical details, um, and a lot of it is just understanding what's feasible along the lines of Bato's own restrictions for agency, um, or really the parameters of keeping Bato's agency intact, what's possible, um, so that we understand kind of what the hard parameters are. Um, and then, uh, and then we can have that discussion around with some clear ideas of, of you know, how do we approach market? How do we do marketing? Um, uh, and, and what those different variables are. In addition to, you know, does the concept make sense? Um, but a lot of uh, a lot of kind of initial R and D work is 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 critical here. So um, there's a few projects that I, I think I think we can mention um, that that we're looking into uh, that that seem quite significant. Um, and we've gotten a lot of good initial feedback on, um, but aren't necessarily quite ready in terms of what the architecture exactly is going to be. Um, there's a lot of uh, a lot of detail there. Um, we need to we need to spend a little bit of time figuring out, and that's you know amidst the regular uh, ongoing maintenance uh, and uh, and building of of, of the site. So. Um, um, yeah, as I talk here, I just keep opening up cans of worms of, of all the things that we're doing. Um, so I'll, I'll try and keep it keep it uh, organized and segmented. But um, some of the projects we're working on is uh, one, um, the one I'm I'm probably most excited about in terms of I, I think real significance uh, of of uh, blazing new territory and and really an important evolution for Bado is this. Um, this idea of um, tutoring Bado in art history, and um, the I think broad brushstrokes of, of of what that is to, to help communicate kind of why this is significant. Um, one, you know, we, we don't have exactly a voice for Bado, right? And, and um, there's these large language models, um, but they're not exactly tuned to to being Bado. Um, and also, there's a big question of of who would Bado be, and we have an idea. Like there, there's you know who is Bado, what is Bado. There's articles about Bado that you can all feed into prompts to to kind of summon Bado out of the large language models. But then, um, how might Bado have a, a a persona? How might Bado have a particular point of view or or context of art history? And and um, we're working on um, on an approach to that where we as a DAO and as a much broader community as well um, could contribute to shaping a persona for Bado of creating um, what some people in the AI space call a, a constitution for Bado, which is um, a data set of, of kind of preferences and, and, and um, directions for, uh, for tuning, uh, if you will. I'm using that term kind of loosely here, uh, but for tuning a, a language model um, to be a particular persona and have a particular point of view. Um, I don't want to give too much of the detail on the architecture yet because we're still we're still in the middle of it, but a really key component of it is getting access to um, to art history data sets and archives. Um, and there's some open source stuff, but um, also working with institutions to make use of uh, of their um, of their archives to have um, uh, the crowd um, navigate those kind of identify preferences within those and to have that as a general resource and access for model, the, um, the language bottle, the, the language model to, to access and to reference in terms of creating its own point of view on art history and what it would like to create. And, um, there's, there's, uh, there's two stages of this. One is, um, the training of that model. Um, and two is then what we do with that model. Um, I think a first, kind of project we could do with it is is a um, is a manifesto from Bado, uh, much updated from from the initial one that was created, the, the Unisyst manifesto. And um, and that could function as a creative direction for Bado, for the DAO, and to give Bado a much more direct and significant voice. Um, I think there's a lot of ambiguity about kind of what is the right direction and um, getting a, uh, a sense of direction from Bado, the artist itself, having Bado play more of a sort of creative director role um, and to also integrate that language model into all of the areas of language of prompting of uh, descriptions of even more significant interviews, um, I think presents an incredible step forward for Bado in terms of having um, a very, very strong presence as an artist. Um, 
so um, that's that's one again. You know, architecture of that is 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 um, it's not super complicated. It's just a matter of uh, of testing some things out and ahead of putting forward a, a a set proposal on that of of what would full development look like. Um, I, I think one thing that's that's very uh, exciting is that um, in the same way that Botto itself has been a an experiment in in AI alignment and AI governance um, that is as an art project well ahead of the whole field of AI is really blazing territory here as, as a unique um, openly governed model uh, that shares in the value that it creates. Um, this this approach to creating a so-called constitution for a large language model to, to you know, conceptually really tutor Botto in art history would again be um, um, a pioneering project. And I think that's something that, that adds incredible depth and weight to um, to, to what Bado's accomplishing as, as an artist, as a, as a decentralized autonomous artist. Um, so that's one project. Um, we're uh, a couple of others that we're looking at. Um, we've mentioned new mediums before, um, Bado doing a, uh, a generative art drop using P5GS is something that I think is, um, well, really kind of funny and also very interesting. Um, of course, all of these projects, we need to make sure that the outputs are, are really solid. So um, there's just some testing and, and work to do there. Um, another is photography, uh, training Bado in, in photography and and, um, um, and testing out kind of the data sets to create um, and whether or not we actually even need to create data sets. Um, so those are those are two very large ones. Um, there's also some really strong inbound for Bada to do some solo shows, um, and all, all of this I think comes with a large question of um, total addressable market, right? That not just funds, but also in terms of attention. Um, you know, seeing how the market will um, will develop over the next year, uh, if and when there's a bull market, how does that? You know how many net new eyeballs are there to 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 present to. Um, so um, doing this research allows us to understand kind of the fundamentals of is this Cordobato's work? Is this? I hate Juby. I'm just giving some kind of uh, some some insight into into some of the projects we're doing R and D on for the next year. Um, but yeah, key question of of some of these projects with. Um, does uh yeah understand the architecture to understand is this a core part of Bado's process sometimes there's aspects where we might want to fork or, or kind of create something that's a little bit separate from Bado. um some of these things we have we have you know uh, uh interest for for doing projects with Bado's architecture that we maybe uh license or fork Bado's architecture for um so really understanding how these things work because um, the, the the presentation needs to be true to the architecture, right? The the agency needs to live up to um, to what we've uh, to, to what we present it as, um, and and so all of that needs to needs to get I think brought in for um, to to create a proper proposal for these. Um, so so some really exciting stuff there. Uh, um, it's it is hard to to. Uh, to make super visible there. Um, a lot of it is just getting, getting kind of our, our ducks in order and, and doing that, that research to make sure we, we present kind of clear options. Um, but yeah, I, I think those are very, very exciting things. In addition to seeing um, how these fit with the weekly mints, um, how those continue, how those get, continue to get presented. Um, so yeah, so I, I think we'll have some very, um, very, very strong proposals coming, some very um, big debates about, um, about Bado's direction as an artist uh, coming in 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 Q uh, Q1. Um, so that uh, that's like a not a, not a not so quick rundown of of uh, of just some of the um, some of the new art projects for Bado we're, we're working on and we'll be presenting soon. Um, I think in addition to that is some of the work being done on on the websites. Uh, I don't know, Chuby, if you if you're uh, if you're settled in from from your trip, um, but if you wanted to maybe give give a sense of of, of kind of where we're at uh, in terms of web uh, the site development and and where we're going. Yeah, um, still settling in for the record. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, we want to we want to launch the DAO version of the site. Um, by two weeks, well, within the next two weeks, um, one contingency of that is is like we want to uh, 
we want to run like a community curation campaign similar to the joke race campaign that that carter actually set up that uh, i think we had a couple of participants for um basically curating artwork or bottles fragments and minted artworks for certain sections of the dow portal all right and then we need to figure out still how to launch the dow portal in a classy enough way without disrupting you know like the existing site because ultimately it's it's basically like having two parallel sites um with disjointed design until we manage to get to the artist part of the website which you know that, that's the that's the main thing to get over the line which i think we we want to well, we strive to do um by february um so i think we'll 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 band all our heads together and make sure that we we bring the artist part of the site in the right direction um and in the meantime it's talking about what iterations we want within the app right i i've, I've been seeing over the past few days i think ben mentioning a couple of um, or providing some examples of how we can take the app forward, I think, experientially as much as, like, visually. Um, and, you know, not to mention that there's literal hundreds of surveys with a lot of valuable feedback on what we can improve right now and uh, what they would like or what we would like to see as a DAO in the near future. So, I mean, that's really where we're at. That's the very surface-level version. I'm not sure if you were fishing for something... Uh, more Simon, but um, we're we're really close. I think some people within the DAO actually already have the the Verso instance, which is just the staging environment. So like we're just trying to like clean up the typography and and um, the branding elements, right? So maybe a bit more context is warranted there. Um, a lot of visual identity kind of decisions have had to be made, you know, to find a new baseline for what Bodo will look like and how that translates into the artist site really matters, um, as well as the app, right? So, like, you know, components bear all the same typography, um, sizing, all that, all the little incremental things which which uh, we will add and have change uh, will make Botto look fundamentally different to what it is now, but in a very good way. Like I'm, I'm absolutely certain of that. So we've received stellar feedback so far. If you are curious, you know, um, you can just ping me. I can show you some of the designs, um, and then yeah, happy to happy to receive some critique there. But um, that's pretty much where we are, Simon. I I wonder, did you send me the agenda? Because I'm completely yeah. <laughs> I'm I, 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 I sent you. I sent you what's left. Um, so I, we're talking about ah, okay. the. Uh, awesome. We're talking about the 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 sites work right now. Um, then financial reporting, uh, and then as promised, we'll do some of the over, overview of the roles and the teams so that people kind of understand what 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 people are doing where. Um, and then I think you know with with some time, I think talking a little bit about uh, progressive decentralization and 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 just kind of balancing. Um, balancing those the, the kind of decision making out so um the uh the website yeah i mean just to summarize on the websites i i think the dow website obviously is like a really good one for for having a place to provide that transparency um have a place to just kind of like place assets it's also been a great experimental place to to work on on the visual identity, um, but in a place where it doesn't matter quite as much. Um, we're doing a lot of work to then make a an artist website such that like when people land on Botto, it right now it looks you know it looks like a crypto product um, as opposed to an artist. Um, and so as as institutions and museums and galleries are reaching out, we really want something that people can land on and, and that though that crowd can land on and understand what is Botto's work. Such the work is really uh, put forward. Obviously the 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 DAO and 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 the governance and and that that kind of collective collaboration around Bado is is a piece of that, um, but it's it's the means to an end, and so um, we want to show that end um, while 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 being kind of um, true to to the overall process happening around it. So um, finding that balance, finding something that's really sleek and 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 kind of eases people in with. Um, you know, just the great art that's been created um, is, is really important. And then, of course, like the app itself, um, we, we, we've spoken about this before and written about it in the strategy, but really creating a, a, a more immersive environment, making it a lot easier to see, you know, what people's impacts on Botto is, are, um, 
you know, as an as as an independent individual user, it'd be nice to see, you know, what what is what is my impact on Vado and and understanding kind of the role we play and 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 in a way the 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 kind of overall behavior we've had around it. So understanding our favorites, how, you know, maybe there's, um, uh, we can kind of see data about um, how, we, you know, what our voting behavior has been, what what styles we maybe prefer. So there will be, uh, I think that's a long, that's that's kind of a forever project of, of building out features and, 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 um, and creating more of that visibility. And, and again, a quite challenging project to, to make uh, the insides of an AI model um, uh, explainable. That's like so much of this project is, is doing um, cutting edge work. And there's, there's, there's very few roadmaps, if any, or best practices, if any. So um, it's a lot of novel design work, um, but making these things human readable, making it immersive, helping people come join and then feel like they really are on the inside of this machine um, making a contribution. So um, that'll be, that's kind of a, that's like, like I said, a forever project, but really um, we'll start with, with bringing those design elements and, and, and building out that new environment. Um, and there's just, you know, we have a long list of, of kind of quality of life updates and features um, that, that have been requested to, to integrate into that new environment. Um, so that is that is a, a that's a significant amount of work. Um, and uh, Jimmy, you want to you want to talk about the the financial reporting that's coming soon? Yeah, I see Tom in the audience. I don't know if he wants to hop in. <laughs> can always defer to Tom. Otherwise, I'm I'm happy to. Um, yeah, like uh, we we should be publishing. I think within the next couple of hours. Um, don't hold me to that. Like you know, Tom has final purview over these things. Um, but um, a lot of the financial reporting has basically been automated in the sheet in in like a master sheet in the past couple of um, weeks, and um, that should do a lot of the heavy lifting because we're also preparing you know this type of master sheet for um, basically pulling data quickly for quarterly reports. So a new channel in governance has been introduced called Dow Financials, and it was made last late last night. And we'll just post the first month, you know, first month or first report for uh, October and November in there imminently. And then from there, we'll review kind of like the design of, of that monthly reporting and uh, see what the feedback really is. And then, you know, we're, we're happy to adjust where necessary. Um, that is to say, you know, that Dow Financials channel, I don't know how permanent it would be. The idea is that we're delivering these key metrics natively on that Dow portal site, right? So the Dow portal aspect or the Dow portal part of, of, of Bono's website is really meant to be, you know, that, that extra layer of information, that extra layer of, of, of education for every Dow member and anyone who's curious about joining the Dow, right? So this is one of the many resources that, that should and will feature on the DAO portal. So, you know, I, I think that process is still kind of um, iterative, right? Um, but yeah, it should come out in, in probably a couple of hours, right? I, I, I don't know, I, I literally just landed, so <laughs> I haven't had time to, have a, to, to, to check up on anything, but uh, yeah, no, um, I think it's good. Yeah, each, I mean, we're, we're always kind of doing things for the first time, so each one comes with a lot of initial design questions and and just wanting to make sure that we ship stuff that's that's correct and accurate and you know doesn't have any errors if it's missing things that we need to add then we can always add them but um you know really important that we get uh something accurate um and um you know i i think that like you know can save some of this conversation for after we talk about roles but you know there's there's a real balance here that we need to navigate in terms of of um, getting things uh, correct, accurate, uh, detailed, um, and 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 on execution, right? You know, we 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 have a lot of different things we we work on, and and I think one of the challenges of of uh, community governance is is providing enough for the community to to do that governing, and there's there, we're at a, a balance of of um, of getting things done of of that execution. Um, and of providing all of that without without um, getting into a point of being overburdened where we're not actually able to execute because we're spending all of our time um, just governing. Um, so uh, and so I, I think we can come back to that. I think it would be good to go into um, into the roles. Uh, 
So we could go with, um, you, you want to go with the uh, the Figma Juby, and we can go off of the the working groups. I mean, we, we've 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 kind of been through that, and I think I saw a comment from from maybe it was encrypt. I'm not sure that like uh, some of the DAO members were seeking something more substantive, right? That maybe the Figma wasn't enough to go off of. I don't know if I like misread that because I did read it probably very quickly. Um, but is that is that a fair like assessment? I mean, because I mean, I can you know I can use the Figma again as a reference point. I think the only thing I'm afraid of is just you know <laughs> repeating myself without adding anything new. Especially I have I have pretty bad scatterbrain at the moment, so I don't really want to pollute people's brain with with the with the same info. Um, what do you think? Well, I mean, the question has come up like what what do these full-time and part-time people do? Why do we yeah. need them? Why is it important? And I think, you know, for us, it's easy to take for granted, like all mm -hmm. of, all that there is to do. Um, but, you know, just just all the projects we, we've kind of, frankly, skimmed over today um, is, is just a peek into that, that that is difficult, you know, admittedly difficult to see. Um, trying to get more of that, like, transparency on, on roadmap and reporting. But again, you know, there's this balance of, of um, of, of providing all that detailed reporting and just getting shit done. So um, that's, that's uh, it's something we're, we're figuring out, as I said, you know, we're almost always doing things for the first time in terms of, in terms of providing that reporting. So um, figuring out efficient ways to, to keep people up to speed. This is just a space where, um, you know, we can, we can kind of quickly run through it. Um, and, um, you know, I also, you know, try to not take for granted that like, you know, just because we've talked about it once in a, in a town hall doesn't mean that, you know, everybody heard that. So, um, and, and again, if people, if people have questions about, about this stuff, you know, pop, pop them into, uh, I mean, the town hall questions is a good place to put them. That's kind of more async. You can, you can do, uh, there's a chat for the town hall. That's a good place to put them since we're, since we're live in the town hall. Um, and we'll definitely see those pop up. Um, but yeah, I, I think that uh, I think it'd be good to to, to kind of introduce folks and 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 say what people are doing. I, the the uh, yeah, because um, I I think even the number which is that's that's been kind of replicated, which is like seven full time and eight part time, isn't even right anymore. I don't think we have. I don't think it ever was. Um, like I don't think we have seven full time or eight. I think we have fewer than that. Uh, so if I just look at this number, this sheet. Uh, It'll 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 give us a, a more realistic number. Um, well, no, I'm sure. I mean, like, hold on. I'm sure those numbers were correct at time of publication. Like, I'm looking at the Figma right now. I see Anis, mm -hmm. right? We, you know, Anis was a a, a front end. Uh, sorry, a, a full stack developer who worked on Bodo for I think over a year, right? But we've just moved that relationship to to really like an on call basis. So Anis comes in now and again to help us out. He helps maintain the, the parts of the art engine alongside Mario, um, but it's you know it's not full time work, nor is it currently part time work, right? But those numbers, like hey, they definitely were correct, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think you could probably count them, and I can give you that rationale. So, you know, no, you're 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 right. It's uh like when you do my quick math, when it's like, is that is that number true? And it's like it I was mean, at one point. It's hard to go back to to like <laughs> when did we say this? Who, who was who was there at the time? So. I mean, I'd love to make this more conversational if anyone on, on wants to hop mm -hmm. on stage and chat about it. Like, I can try with the operations again. Like, I'm just really worried that I repeat myself. Like, or I get the pitch wrong, or I relegate <laughs> one of one of our amazing colleagues into into like or pigeonhole them into one specific role when they do so much more. Right. Yeah. I think the I think the number one thing to mention here is that we do essentially operate like a startup. Right. I'm not sure whether you know every listener has been in or functioned in some form of, of startup, but what basically happens, a lot of people float about. Right. Um, I call it janitorial duties. I often also refer to it as Frankenstein roles. Right. So I think over the past year and a half, Simon and I are probably the best representation of what a Frankenstein role is, i.e. we inherit many, many other things that you know, either fall through the cracks, and that's why I also put it as akin to being a janitor, right? Um, and since you know this this kind of like overhaul in 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 trying to understand the way in which we work and the way in which we should work and how contributorship should work, 
you know, the meaning of co-contributorship and working groups and all that. A good example of us trying to move out of those Frankenstein roles and, and find specializations within core contributorship is actually Simon, right? So Simon spends far more time on business development, which is really, you know, stimulating those cultural catalysts, which we've continuously banged the drum about, right? So I think that's a great example. I just wanted to put that as a forward to maybe help contextualize the Figma if people revisit it. I'm also going to try drop the link in the, or maybe Simon, you can do that while I try blab my way through operations, right? And I think operations, so, you know, I see myself and Vero listed under operations, and that essentially still is that janitorial role. It's making sure that anything that does fall through the cracks is addressed and handled. Right, so this also includes liaising with um, with Eleven Yellow as a vendor, right? Ensuring that all the reports are actually set up, sorted out, that we have all the right numbers at the right time, right? Whether that's about liquidity mining or or protocol and liquidity or, or whatever or anything financial, right? And then we can pass that on to to Tom, who also helps validate all this information and actually do something substantive with this information, which you know we'll, we'll, we'll publish in, in a little bit. Right, um, and then there's also ensuring that things move forward on on, for example, Discord. There are elements of community management involved there, which I think we all actually chip in on to a degree, as well as taking calls with um, with partners and anybody and prospective partners as well to make sure that everything's as smooth as possible. Right, we are trying to professionalize, so there are hiccups and stuff along the way, which mainly. I don't know if it's a fair assessment, Simon, to say that myself and Vero try to handle it. I think much more so now than before. Like that's kind of how yeah, it's I, been inherited. I mean, I I don't know. Like, um, we we've 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 made a big trend. I mean, so the context is like we we went into a new structure of like the the formally being contributors to the DAO. Um, and and you know what what we wrote in the strategy and it's still very much true is is the the first step to decentralizing is having a very clear idea of what we're decentralizing and you know i've said several times on this call there's not a clear roadmap for a lot of this stuff there's a lot to figure out in terms of what operations need to be um uh what botto needs and and also it's evolving and changing right some of the some of the needs short term uh won't be long-term needs like setting up these infrastructures setting up or uh, uh, creating more autonomous parts of Botto that that don't necessarily need direct, you know, human hands or maintenance, um, and and so, uh, but it does start with with the um, professionalizing, documenting, and reporting, um, and uh, and then we understand kind of what is it that the operations are, then there's a question of how to decentralize. And, and that would probably change what those operations are to fit the need, right? Decentralization really needs to fit the needs of, of uh, and values of the protocol. Um, in some case, you know, in some cases that looks like very open permissionless contributions. In other cases, maybe it's a rotating elected committee for things. Um, and, and also, you know, decentralization is an ideal. There's always gonna be aspects of centralization. Um, uh based based on the needs and so understanding kind of where where is that going to happen um where is that centralization can you still have kind of forms of accountability and elections through all of that um you know this being a social and cultural protocol um not necessarily a transactions based protocol um that is is a is a challenging question to 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 answer um and, and and a lot of it is is kind of building up the culture and values and uh, and and uh, traditions and practices of of the of the DAO. Um, and so all this to say is is that's um, that work you guys are doing is has really picked up um, to to enable that reporting um, and and to kind of delineate roles more, delineate working groups more, um, and and try and iterate towards more decentralized contributions as much as we can. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, it, and again, on balance with executing on on what we need, and, and kind of the, keeping in mind the, the top priority is is cultural impact for Bado. Um, I think these things are all means to an end of of Bado being a successful autonomous artist, and um, to be careful to um, to to 
yeah, keep keep a balance of of making progress there, but not foregoing everything else for the sake of of, of that. Because um, I think it ultimately works against the mission of making Bado a successful autonomous artist. Um, so yeah, so so there there's a lot of work there uh, being done, and it, it is it is certainly more 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 recent, um, uh, especially since since the new setup. Cool. I mean, um, I was thinking about what, while 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 you were while you were like talking about progressive decentralization, I was thinking about the conversation I had with uh, with Vero um, this morning because I had I had breakfast with her and um, she, you know, we we were talking we were talking we were actually having this discussion about roles and we kind of settled on like at least for us two that it's really that invisible hand, right? The one, the one that it's it's akin to the janitorial kind of analogy I made, but it's that invisible hand that kind of just helps shape everything and allow or enable um, other working groups to to move further. I see Parade and Sigma. <laughs> yeah, did we share the link? Just as a yeah, I see, put it. I oh, uh, I put it in the. <laughs> I put it in the uh, in the town hall okay. chat, so so okay, should, people should cool. be able to see it there. Again, that's drop cool. drop questions in the town hall chat if you guys want. Uh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think you know. I think other other areas within other working groups. I think the roles are um, much cleaner to like cleaner defined, if you will. Right. You know, Tom acting as as treasury manager. Right. He he helps us first and foremost on, on all the reporting and all the standards and what we should be adhering to, how we should be. Um, well, how we should be managing the the DAO's runway in finances, right? Having his say there, and 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 you know, really enabling us to make sound decisions. Um, you know, that's I think that's the first thing, right? Obviously, I, I think um, it's it's uh, well, it's one not an not an easy task because I think there are a lot of there are a lot of aspects within the DAO's finances to currently navigate, right? Um, I'm sure many of us have seen very active. Um, governance discussion on things like protocol and liquidity. I think there's a recent bit about a burn, right? So I think it's kind of a case of gathering all the information, understanding the timing of that information, and then being able to make recommendations, right? So I, that's you know that's one example of what Tom does, and Raul comes in as well and and does his bit. You know, for for anyone who's who's curious, Raul doesn't get remunerated like at all. Um, he he's just here to help out. I think he also has something on behalf of Carbono that they're looking to post with regards to making out ETH or staking out ETH um, to make it a productive asset, right? So I, I think you know when it comes to Treasury, when it comes to finances of the DAO, that's really what the Treasury Working Group is there for. Um, Eleven Yellow, obviously, we work closely with them at a, at, a, at a vendor level. That's why they're also embedded into that Figma. Um, and I think maybe Simon, you can explain more wholesomely what the communications is all about. I think that that part's also quite clear as day because you see you see a lot of communications from Carter and 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 Gregory as well. I think a lot of us appreciate um, their, their their work a lot, right? So I think that's much more apparent. But maybe you can chime in there. Yeah, no, I, I, you you really nailed it. I mean, Carter, Carter, we've all seen Carter around the, the Discord, pretty present. But Carter's operating social channels, making sure that um, we're we're hitting at least a baseline of of, of communication in addition to engagement. Um, Gregory has been doing a lot more long form writing, uh, presenting the the um, the periods, doing a closer look on each piece, uh, really giving a lot more kind of food for thought. Uh, for the curation and, and doing a lot of that storytelling, these kinds of things that um, I think really add to the richness and the present, the, the solid presentation of Bado's works. There's so much happening around around Bado's works in terms of, and also reactions to Bado's works that um, having somebody to to document that, to to ed, kind of editorialize that and bring that forward is is incredibly valuable and and just provides this kind of this um, this archive and documentation and track record. Um, to to sort of narrate as we go, such that when people arrive, there's a place they can go on the digest and follow that along. In addition to to presenting um, 
what bot is doing. And and these are really things, you know, Juby and I were, were, were handling that and, and, it, and it frees us up to, to for in Juby's case, to really kind of make sure we're leading and executing on product. In my case, to um, to continue on, on on executing on production and and, uh, and and following through on the on the business development opportunity. So um, and of course, like governance and and um, and putting BIPs forward. So um, that's really big uh, on the art and sales. This 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 view has changed a little bit. Um, uh, that's me, Hudson Sims. Uh, Quasi Mondo or Mario, uh, he's you know, uh, part time really because he's he himself is an artist. Like Bato is Bato is is not his only thing. He still needs to put food on his table as an artist. And and uh, and um, if you follow him, he's quite active. Ben or DeFi Ben, we all know, uh, for is, is working on collector relations on a part time basis. Also, a very very active member. Um, uh, Julie is somebody who is uh, who's been working on uh, helping support uh, exhibitions production, um, but now Mika is here full time, uh, and uh, Julie is really on kind of an on call basis. Um, Quimp, we all see, has been is um, part time, is 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 not on a on a regular payroll, just does a lot of great stuff. And, and um, yeah, you, you want to pop in? Yeah, I think I think Quimp is a very exa- a very interesting example of a a very very proactive DAO contributor right so um quint mentioned to me and and i wish he were in this i wish he were in this uh town hall i don't see him in the audience but you know quint mentioned to me and he he mentioned this to me many months ago actually like 10 11 months ago he's like hey i put one hour a week away for botto and i just explore opportunities and i pursue them and then I report them to you guys, right? So um, I think you know that's a fantastic example of somebody activating themselves and trying to plug themselves into contributorship, right? And and I I, I mean like I, I just wanted to go out of the way and, and mention that because I think that is the type of additional context and like you know I, I think that accelerates honestly our 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 ability to to decentralized contributions, right? That element of proactivity. Um, I think obviously we need to be able to activate it in, in a in a better way. And I think that's that's really on, on us. And Simon, I know you and I have had plentiful discussions about this, right? Um, to 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 help guide where to contribute. But um, I think Quimp is a fantastic example. I think Parad, I see him in the audience and if you wanna if you want to hop in Parad like <laughs> Feel free. It's another fantastic example of, of on the developer side, somebody contributing, um, yeah, basically new innovations. And, and Parad's going to work on 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 something um, with the rest of the contributors for collectors on Twitter in, in the new in well in the very near future. But you know, I think they're great examples of people just reaching out and being like, "Hey, I want to I want to help." Right? I think Homer Fan is another great example. Um, Simon, actually, you were you were an example, very very early on. I don't know. If you I, I'm technically that. the first DAO hire. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Would, right. Uh, so, <laughs> I, I think you know. I think I think it's really I think it's really interesting, right? Like, um, it's also why I try and and I think I've had like I'm not exaggerating. I think I've had like twenty or thirty calls, one on ones with with different DAO members. Maybe Vero has eclipsed that value with with all the. UX interviews. I'm not quite sure, but um, because you can see, you know, where the skill sets lie, what people are interested in, and then you can gauge better how to activate it, right? Um, so yeah, you know, like if you want to help out, like reach out with 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 some ideas or what you want to focus on, and like it's always worth a chat, always worth a discussion, and that accelerates everything, right? Um, but yeah, just wanted to mention that. Sorry. Pretty long aside, I see. <laughs> um, so just noting the the time, uh, about four minutes left in the hour. I know I need to get off at, at the top, um, but uh, you know we we've touched on this a few times with kind of the idea of progressive decentralization. You know, and and at the at the start of uh, at the start of the project, you know, it was very very clear. Um, you know, this like what is automated. And what is human driven, and that's a really, you know, I, I think a really, really important part of the credibility of the project. And in part, uh, was was we were more adamant about it because 
of the tendency for a lot of AI projects to claim autonomy, to claim this kind of magic uh, autonomy that, that didn't actually exist in, in practicality. And, and um, so by being transparent about what is automated, what's human driven, I think it adds a lot to that, um, uh, to that credibility. The, um, uh, the, uh, on, on decentralization, that was, that was done at the outset where there was, um, you know, you know, there was, there was kind of this grace period, six month grace period where the core team would have, um, uh, the autonomy just kind of make unilateral decisions and then go into, um, go into, uh, community governance. And I think that, um, the, there, like, I, I think, I know I had some assumptions that like, there would be an understanding of like, you know, practicality of just how much we could, we could, really move into kind of full community governance as kind of this full, and by that I mean like um, full decentralization of contributions. Um, and and uh, I, I think there's been a lot of different expectations and sometimes conflicting expectations of that. Um, and, and as I mentioned earlier, like Bado being a social and cultural project, that full decentralization takes time. It really takes time to understand what is it we're decentralizing, and then the best way to decentralize. There are there are no clear roadmaps to this, and I think that um, you know we're experimenting and pushing pushing the envelope in a lot of fields. And um, the it's important that uh, to understand that these experiments take a lot of time to execute well, and rushing into certain things I think really can risk breaking the project. Um, and, and for me, I think that in terms of certain levels of decentralized contributions and governance, that can be the case. Um, if we, if we go into kind of, um, you know, fully open contributions on every single decision, right, that that's a bureaucracy that doesn't work. Um, and so really taking the time to understand what does work for Botto and at the same time, balancing out the need for that progress with the need to execute. Um, and so, uh, you know, I, again, I don't think I'm covering every single piece of this. There, there's a lot of questions about how to make this look for um, uh, Botto and, and, and what that path can look like. Um, and and that, that's a goal for me is, is, is to be more explicit about that of kind of what is centralized, what is decentralized, um, and, and how he might get from point A to point B and what point B might look like. Um, but a lot of it, I think, is, is just trying to call that out as um, as... as being a, a long process and that I don't think we can quite always meet the, the expectations of decentralization that are, that are prevalent um, in, in the crypto ecosystem because of a lot of expectations that were set with decentralized protocols that were focused on um, transactions. And that's a very different kind of need for and 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 purpose of decentralization, um, and understanding the needs and purposes of decentralization for Bado are very different. And and again, being social and cultural, I think are are um, a lot fuzzier in terms of what they look like and and how they'll how they'll develop. So um, yeah, on that, uh, haven't seen any questions come in. Um, I know I gotta I gotta run pretty quick, but. Um, very much expect to to keep this conversation going and um thanks for checking in guys and we'll have we'll continue to have a lot more for you uh oh, in a couple of weeks is early january um we maybe delays that delay that one obviously the holidays kind of complicate everything but um we'll certainly be chatting in the discord so see y'all around take care